right, we are here now with our part three of our summer series of our Talking With Friends podcast. The first two we had on um, our new men's and women's wrestling head coach, Aaron Meister. Then we had our men's golf coach and director of golf, Dustin Galligan. That was our first two. We're doing a series where we are introducing our new head coaches for the upcoming year. It's been fun so far. As always, I'm Sports Animation Director Levi Converse, and joining me is... Assistant, still... Still, yeah. still assistant. Yeah. Assistant SID Morgan Raspberry. Still official. Yeah. Still, still official. Still, still my assistant. Yes. Today, still yeah. Until August. We still got a week. Yeah, yeah. We still got a little while. Still got a little while. We're going to milk it as long as we can. Milk it as long as we can. Yeah, yeah. We got a podcast due in August, too, so you'll technically be, you know. Yes, still worth so it. So we'll hang on as long as we can. Still got the title. Yeah, yeah. So today we are joined by our new competitive cheer head coach, Joshua Johnson. I am super excited to have Josh on here. He's He's been nothing but positive energy. I'll just say that. There's a lot of things we could probably say, but positive energy for sure since he's a, kind of took the reins. Josh, thanks for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so... You've definitely kind of hit the ground running since you've been named our new head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, as we kind of head into the fall season, how do things how do things stand with the program? Um, with the program, things are looking strong. Um, we're going to have a pretty uh, decent competitive team this year. Uh, you know, we're looking to uh, do make uh, make a lot of noise in the NAI and for the KCAC. You know, and so uh, with us being a game day team and competition team, I think we're going to do some great things this year and, and uh, keep growing. So. Yeah. What do you believe has been kind of the key to having the success you've had so far um, in your tenure and closing the deal and getting the student-athletes that you kind of want here on campus? Um, I think the a big key to our success is, you know, um, our, our coaching staff, uh, we, we get along very well, me and Courtney. Um, and when we're getting kids here on campus, you know, we're trying to make sure that we're reaching out and we're being personal with the kids and, you know, we're making them feel like uh, that it, it is a family atmosphere here. And so when they see that, you know, and we uh, we bring them in here, uh, we just try to make them feel as welcome as possible, you know, and um, make them want to be here and, and feel wanted. And so um, I feel like, you know, just making the kids feel wanted is in our success to get kids here. Yeah, so kind of with that in mind, cheer is kind of a unique sport. It is a growing sport. It's one of the fastest growing sports on the high school and college level yeah, here well, well sure. aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a year-round venture to where, um, you know, you have your sideline events, you have your cheerleading competitions. So what do you think is key and critical to, to keeping the athletes fresh and ready to perform at their best throughout the year, regardless of why you've been in it. I think uh, something to keep the athletes um, fresh and ready to perform is understanding and giving them personal time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when school starts and everything, we start with our practices and we head into our competitive season, just understanding that, you know, kids have life outside of cheer. You know, we have work, we have, you know, church events, you know, whatever else we are doing with our uh, outside lives besides cheer, just understanding and giving them that, uh, that personal space Space and and um, letting them degress from sheer and then coming back with a fresh mind. So yeah, yeah, sounds good. So kind of take us back to when your career started in the sport. How did you first get involved and kind of what was your main motivation to join the coaching side of things? So. Um, you know, when I was at Wichita State, I cheered uh, for four years there. Um, prior to cheering, I was a mascot. So you know, kind of along the way towards the um, ending of 
um, coming to graduation, it was like, you know, looking to do things with my career. And um, I thought, you know, giving back to what was given to me and giving kids the opportunity was how I wanted to um, get into coaching, you know. And so I started off coaching um, a competitive all-star team, which I currently still do. And by doing that and just, you know, being around Friends University and um, just volunteering my time, you know, position came open and, and I kind of um, stepped up. But, um, you know, I, I've always wanted to give back to, to the people who gave to me. So, you know, um, and I'm, I'm very uh, competitive. So, you know, this kind of fits right into I'm a yeah. very competitive person and, you know, I like to win. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, it's all about growth. And so just giving back to the community that, that was given yeah. to me. So, Well, off to a good start on the competitive side of things, that's that's for sure. That's It couldn't be going any better as, as we head into the fall season. Um, you've kind of been outspoken uh, about how important your faith is to you yeah. and with the Christian mission mm -hmm. um, so important here it seems to jive really well. What are some ways that so far you think you're able to integrate your faith into your coaching philosophy? Um, you know the biggest thing is uh, is keeping God first um, and you know we're going to go through some ups and some downs um, as a team this year. Um, I'm going to go through some ups and downs as being a first time uh, head coach you know and so with understanding that and understanding that you know things aren't going to go my way um, and I'm not going to you know be successful in every aspect of, of coaching you know just keeping him first and understanding that um, he'll make a way you know and so as, as long as I keep my, my mind focused on that and understanding that um, you know he's always with me you know wherever I go you know and so just keeping him first and, and uh, you know staying true staying true to what I said I would do so very good all right, Morgan kind of has some questions too. This is what I tell all our guests: is that if you've heard our podcast, you know how this this works. So, uh, I ask the semi-serious questions. Yeah. I, don't, I say semi because we're never one hundred percent serious. Right, right, right never one hundred percent. But semi, semi-serious. Yeah. But then Morgan sometimes has some questions she likes to to chime in with. It's kind of fun and lighthearted. Mm -hmm. Takes a different path, and she sometimes has one question, four questions. How many? If she has any questions today. <laughs> But if I she do. does, I do. she can take it off now. This you is got her, it. You got it. I'm ready. Let's do okay. it. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to fair warn you. A lot of my questions are just for my general curiosity. Okay, that works. Um, <laughs> just because, yeah, it's just fun. So.
good stuff like yeah. that. So we we had to make sure that we took turns. But uh, yeah, I was Wuxia for a little for a little bit. You know, um, I got to meet a lot of different mascots. And fun fact: when Wichita State played KU in the um, tournament mm -hmm. um, a few years back, I was actually Wuxia for that that game. So it was it was pretty cool to be to be there. Uh, that is so you know, awesome. You know, People wow. probably knew it was me when I was woo, because I was the short woo, <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, that, that kind of gave it away. As much as we like to keep mascots on the low, uh, me being short kind of gave that away, so. Hey, it's all good, it's all good, <laughs> nothing wrong with that, you know? I mean, probably mascots for, like, college teams aren't as uh -huh. serious as, like, Disney World. You get to be a different, <laughs> you get to be a different person when you're a mascot, you know, it, it brings out another... Uh, animal inside of you, you know, yeah. and so it's like people know you for who you are like walking down the street But then when you get behind a mask, it's like you can be whoever you want to be especially when no one knows who you are So yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. So that's really awesome. Okay, so My very first WSU basketball game. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was very very <laughs> Taken back because I'm yeah. from Texas. Okay, and um so basketball, we're not huge on, you know, but like it's football, not. football, you guys are. That's oh, the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like very like I was like whoa, this is mm -hmm. intense. This yeah. is an intense environment. Mm -hmm. This was just for the alumni games yeah. yep. that was going on because we went. To, it was actually this Tuesday mm -hmm. the the basketball tournament yeah. thing that yeah, was yeah. going on. Yeah. But like, how was it like for you guys preparing for? Like the game, sorry, I'm talking all about WSU, but I'm just like, you're whoa, good. Whoa, okay. Yeah. But, uh, like, was it as intense for you guys as it was, like, for the fans, for the team, whole nine yards? Oh, yeah, you know, cheering for Shocker Nation was incredible you know um game days were were hype you know from from jump street you know when you wake yeah. up in the morning you knew it was game day you know you get those goosebumps in your feelings or in, in your body and you know you just get in your feelings and you think you know this is it this is today you know and so um cheering inside uh Coke arena was was amazing and and just the fans are they're incredible too shocker fans are awesome so yeah, yeah it was game days were great so that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I'm just like, that is so stinking cool. Yeah. Okay. But, um, and then my last one. Um, so, like, how are, are, like, are you trying to kind of, like, bring that sort of environment that you came from to, like, the friends environment here? Because, I mean, here we at least do have kind of, like, a, like one extra mm -hmm big sport thing that we have that WSU never had so right. how is that gonna like how are you planning on bringing right. that environment from Coke Arena to even just like the football field here at Friends you know yeah well definitely I'm I'm under I, I understand that you know each university is different you know mm -hmm. and um, as far as cheer you know each cheer team is different and so um, my my goal isn't to copy anybody that's yeah. not not what I want to do but at the same time you know the energy that we had um, for game days, I, want, I definitely want to bring that same energy um, here at Friends. Uh, and actually, you know, I never had the privilege of cheering football. So, you know, being out there on football <laughs> games this year is going to be super exciting. You know, um, it, it's going to be a learning experience for all of us. But, you know, I'm just, you know, bringing the energy to game days. And, of course, you know, competing um, in the NAI, you know, um, competing more than one time um, throughout the year is going to definitely uh, be a, a big change for me because, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it and I think the kids are really excited for it as, um, as well. But, you know, just bringing the energy, you know, and not trying to, to steal anybody else's swag or anything like that, but definitely try to, you know, create our own culture, our own atmosphere, mm -hmm. um, and just start something new, you know. That's really fun. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. You know, that's, I remember, like, I want to say my freshman year here was, like, the 
first or second year that it was like really here like this mm -hmm. pro at least the cheer program was right. really here so i'm excited to keep tabs on yeah. how everything's yeah. gonna go and especially with the competition season mm -hmm. because um y'all did like really well this year with yep. competition season didn't yep. you yep. We, we did ver uh, very well this year um you know each year is a growing year mm -hmm. and i think this year we're going to uh, grow even more and then you know on top of that we're adding our dance team as well so We'll be adding a dance team here. Uh, we will be a sideline dance team our first year, you know, so we're, we're trying to you know, get everybody's feet wet, you know, yeah. and uh, just seeing how, how the program grows, you know, and so next year uh, and the years to follow, hopefully we can add that competitive dance team as well and, you know, start competing like cheer does, you know, but no, we're, we're super excited uh, to start the year with our numbers for cheer and for dance, and so I think we're going we're gonna to make some noise, so yeah, super excited. That's so awesome. Well, yeah. I am super, super thrilled for you guys. Thank you. And Thank you so much. Looking forward to keeping tabs on you of guys. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It's coming up before you know it. Yeah, we're in this yeah. summer series, but <laughs> it really is. Uh, and September the 4th is our first home football game. September the 4th, you guys will be out there, be out there obviously. Um, and then, I know this is even farther away, but December 18th, we host Day of Duels here. Yeah, it's on the schedule. Duels. Yeah, we're and going early this year. We so are. It's, it's January. Lot. Yeah, normally it's January. And so, you know, with how crazy, you know, our schedule is going to be yep. at that time of the year, I think uh, getting the kids competing early, you know, yep. so that they can they can grow from their first competition to our last competition. So I think yep. it would be really good for them. And, you know, we're trying to get as, as many people out as we can, you know, to support yep. us and all that good yep. stuff. So it'll be a good turnout for sure. Yep, and it's a week before Christmas, so yeah, everybody will be Christmas. in a good mood. What a, what a good Christmas gift to give. It is, it is. So. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun. And that, well, and you've been around here, I know, for this. I've been around uh -huh. for it. The day of duels, has it not gotten bigger each year? Each I mean, year, I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, no matter which KCAC school puts it on, you know? Yeah. When we go to different events, they're just growing, and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm super excited to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, it's different competing more than once once a year, so yeah. um, I'm, I'm excited to be competing more than one time and just getting the kids, you know, uh, involved in, you know, uh, you know, cheer obviously was just recognized, you know, in the, as an Olympic sport. Yep. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, making the kids feel like, you know, they're they're athletes, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so with the competing more than one time, that's that's awesome for them. So, yeah. It is. Uh, I remember the first time we hosted it, uh, of course, Jill Finsky was head coach. Right. And, yeah. and uh, when she first did it, it was, I think, just a handful of teams that yeah. was here. Yeah. And. And now it's from last year now uh, to this year it's grown yeah. you now substantially. Yeah, Jill, Jill did an awesome job uh, bringing those those teams in last year in January, and so hopefully you know shaking it up this year and going early. Hopefully I can still get uh, as, yeah. as many teams as I can, understanding you know time frame and everybody else's schedules. But you know uh, it, it'll be exciting. I think you sure. will because it's got to be a kind of a tradition now mm -hmm. to where people used to come in here. Yeah. Um, uh, we've, uh, and you guys have done a good job hosting it, yeah, so sure. I think it'll be I think it'll be fun. All right, Josh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, a lot of fun, and can't wait to see you guys out there on the field. So and much. we'll yeah. talk to you again soon. All right, all right, all right. yeah. See you soon. All right, so that was Josh Johnson, our competitive chair head coach, did a super job as we get going into the fall season. Um, as he said, just two more weeks left, really, until things starts to get cranked up. And then our first competition is going to be August twentieth. Um, the volleyball tournament, volleyball KCAC Fall Fling, is going oh, to be August twentieth and twenty first in Hutchison, Kansas, and yeah. that that's gonna be that's coming up soon. And that's always like a fun tournament for yep. us to go to because it's nice to kind of get back. And I want to I want to say we didn't really I don't remember us getting it last year. 
just because of uh, COVID reasons, whole nine yards, you know, all mm -hmm. that fun stuff of the 2020 season. Starting everything back up yeah. again because yeah. already we're getting quite a bit of action on campus, you know? Mm -hmm. Already, yeah, like, I coming. mean, you've the, talked about yeah. this today. Like, the construction, I'm like, what is going on? The Darby Center getting re renovated. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff coming up. We got, we're going to have a brand new live stream provider coming up soon. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be, we got a brand new stat system coming out that we're going to decide on kind of. Kind of what to do with that. So a lot of, lot of, as I said, Garvey Center will be brand new. Uh, it's not going to look the same if you've not been here since May. Then you go to August uh, in September. It's going to look really, really nice. And that's ongoing. And we're excited about that. So a lot of different things coming up in our athletic department. Of course, men's and women's wrestling. New program starting. Men's golf. New program. Um, so new coaches. That's what we're doing our series over is new yeah. coaches. Featuring them, and that's been fun, and, and it's, it's a lot really, of new stuff coming up. It's really cool to see kind of just like not only just the new coaches that are coming in from uh, that are already with the programs that have already been started, but it's so cool to see the new coaches that are coming in and their excitement and what they're going to bring to the new program yeah, yeah. that is officially like completely brand new to friends. So it's going to be nice to kind of. See, I'm gonna. I'm honestly gonna miss it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna miss this environment, you know. But I wonder. I wanna, you know, like I'm. Just, I'm excited to see how these new programs are going to impact the mm -hmm. environment here on campus, yeah. you know, yeah. and just like the environment in Garvey, and just to kind of see how it all goes. I mean, I know I'm gonna come and visit multiple times, you know, because you can't yeah. hear me that easily. Yeah. But yeah. um. Yeah, let me know. You got a you got a name on the press pass whenever you want to. So, yes. so. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. But I'm I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited to see how these new programs and these new coaches. I mean, I can already feel their energy. I can already feel how much yep. or how yep. passionate that they are about coming into this program or coming in or just starting this new program. You know, and so that's so exciting. And I'm I'm I can't wait to see how this year goes for everybody. Yep. You know. It's going to be exciting. August 20th, I mentioned the Volleyball KCAC Fall Fling. The next day, we're hosting our first home event of the 21-22 season. Men's soccer will be at home on the 21st at 4 p.m. against Graceland University. Mm. And so after that, and the volleyball is on the 25th. It's, home dates are happening earlier this year. Well, it seems like it has been in the past. Yeah, but, I... That is true. Yeah. Like, I want to say, yeah. like, we the were home really... dates are earlier than what they have been. Usually those yeah. are. Yeah, but hey, we'll, we'll be ready for it. Oh, yeah, we'll be for ready. sure. We're ready to go. It'll be fun. It's going to be great. I'm excited to yep. see how yep. this goes. Yep. It's going to be weird watching from the side, from the stands, you know, but at the mm -hmm. same time, I guess that's not too, too different from <laughs> what I was doing, just standing on the sidelines injured all the time. <laughs> Well, you 
you were active last year during I the game. I was active so. though last year. You were active last year. Last year. I'm hoping I'll be able to kind of do that again this year at some point. But yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you were active. Like you were active last year. What? What? Just stand on the sideline. That's for sure. No. Huh? So. Me and my sling over there. Well. <laughs> You're still a part. I'm still a part. That's all that matters. Still right? a part. You're, you're still a big part. <laughs> yeah. So other sports to get to. Um, NBA Finals concluded on Tuesday night. The yes. Milwaukee Bucks won in six games with the Phoenix Suns, four games to two. Um, so congrats to them. I was pulling for the Suns. I'll admit it. Chris Paul. I was wanting to see him get his first ring. Um, he, he started his career in Oklahoma City. Then he had another um, tour back to Oklahoma State last year. The Thunder took him to playoffs. So. I was funny, got traded to the Suns in the offseason, so I was pulling for them to get his first ring. But I have to be honest, i got to be happy for Giannis Antetokounmpo, too. He's kind of a hard guy to root against. Yeah. So it wasn't like I had a team that I just hated and despised. Yeah. And this, I mean, I really, it really didn't bother me that much. Uh, no, that was I fun. Mean, and isn't this like the first time that the Bucks have won in like Since a long Since 1971, time? Yeah. yeah. The Suns That's have so never awesome. won one. Oh, really? And, and the Bucks, I believe, 1971 was their last NBA championship. Well, you know what? Congrats to both of them just yep. for making it. You know, yep. like that's that's so awesome. Yeah. I was kind of keeping tabs, but not fun. extremely. Yep. But uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. And, and the honest, he comes the day after his championship. The day after winning the championship, he pulls up Chick Fil A. He's on his Instagram live account, mm -hmm. and he pulls up Chick Fil A and orders a 50-piece chicken mini. Um, and a large no ice half spray half lemonade. Interesting. So, so that went viral on on social media. That went viral. Interesting. Um, so it, it was it was funny the way he described it. He said, "Not forty nine, not fifty one, fifty. Fifty chicken minis. Chicken minis. It was funny. And the, and the girl that came out and then took the order. He he asked if she could be on camera. She wanted to go. I mean, it was just fun the way. He, he done it. That's it, it so was, yeah. So he's hard awesome. to root against. I like Giannis. See, I'm happy for Giannis. Finals MVP. He's a two-time regular season MVP, mm -hmm. and he was he was due to win a championship. And this is a he, he kind of took the title as best player in the league as of right now. I think. Yeah. Fifty points in the last in the in the championship game. Fifty points in the deciding game in game six. So, so it was it, he put together one of the best performances in finals history. And especially in a, in a championship clinching game, so that was that was big time. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. I've got this now. So, are you ready to introduce what else is starting today? Are you ready? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Are go you ahead. ready? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. We yep. are finally able to start the 2020 Olympics. Yep. Sorry, a year I later. That's good. I had to do That's the fanfare. Good. I'm sorry. I've been wanting to since last year. <laughs> no yep. The 2020 Olympics is now happening a year later. But, Olympics. but it, it's that. happening. It's happening. It is officially starting. We had the open ceremony. Well, like really late last night or some something like that. Yeah. But like it that's started not that, like, at five fifty-five in the morning our time. Whew, man, surprisingly, I was up at that time, but I did not watch the opening. <laughs> it's a replay but, tonight at six thirty, I believe. Oh, okay, okay, I, I can do that then. You know, 
Um, so we're starting that off. That's super, super exciting. Yeah. We were yep. talking about that at lunch today, so that's another reason why I really we badly did. wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our women's soccer team's already off to a bad start, losing yeah. three and a half in the Sweden. Uh, our U.S. softball team is playing well, though. Oh, are they playing uh, right now? They actually defeated Canada uh, one to nothing earlier today. Oh, wow. That's so, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm so glad that they brought softball back. Oh, me too. To the Olympics, yeah, me you too. know? Just because, like, I mean, like, because what? This is, like, first or second year that it's been back in a long time? First year it's been back since 08. Since the 08 That's what I thought. Okay. So, like, that that's exciting to me. I'm, yep. And the funny story with that is they, they, oh wait, it was the last time softball was at the Olympics. The last two Olympic games, we didn't have softball. Yep. And they took out softball, supposedly, because we were so dominant. Like the yeah, US that so was their excuse. But we lost in the gold medal game in the See, wait. that's what I thought. I was I'm just like, like, okay, so we were dominating, but then we it lost. It was a stunning, it was a stunning upset when we lost in 08, too. Yeah. But you know what? When you have, like, a, an amazing pitcher like Jenny Finch, like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, it mean, was stunning. But, um, yeah, I do remember that. I, yeah. I want to say I was really, really, really big into softball back then. Yeah. And um, <laughs> to hear that they took softball out of the Olympics, or they were officially taking it out of the Olympics, I was yeah. really yeah. upset. But I couldn't help but just die laughing. I mean, I don't even remember how old I was in, like, 2008. How old do you think I was? I don't remember. I'm 20, almost 23 now. You'd have been so. about 11. So I was, like, 11? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like... Whenever I finally ended up figuring it out. But once I heard the reason, I, I'm sorry. I couldn't help but just laugh because I'm like, you know what? USA, we dominate, you know? Yeah. So, and yeah. I was glad that it was one of my sports that we were dominating mm-hmm. in. That they were like, okay, we're going to take, we're, we're going to get rid of this because uh, obviously you guys are killing it. So, uh, <laughs> we're just going to, you know, uh, get let other, other countries catch up a little bit. Now we're going to bring it back. So, I'm really excited about that. But, um. But yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, totally USA basketball starts um, on Sunday morning at seven a.m. Uh-huh. against France, and uh, yeah, everything is getting in the swing now. We've already had some soccer games, like we talked about softball games. Um, rowing has been going on. I watched a little bit of that mm-hmm. last night, actually. Oh, okay. Um, hey, it's Olympics. It yeah, matter. you we weren't even involved in it, but I was still watching it. Yeah, it's Olympics. So honestly. As much as, like, okay, so I have, like, my two top that I absolutely enjoy watching every single year, and that's, well, technically three, but I yeah. kind of sometimes group the one of the twos, like, together. So I love to watch the beach, beach mm-hmm. volleyball. I like to watch indoor volleyball, obviously, you know, for... Yep, yep. And then I love to watch gymnastics. I just think it's yep. so awesome to watch them do what they do. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I can't do that, and I just think it's cool that you can. Um... But whenever it comes to the Olympics, I love how so many people, like, I'm pretty positive, like, almost everybody does this. Like, it does not matter if you've never even heard of the sport before or you've never watched it in your entire life or even participated in it. You're going to watch it on the Mm -hmm. Olympics, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's so, so cool to watch that. Like, I've never, ever in a million years been intrigued by cycling, before mm-hmm. but you know yep. what like i love watching yeah. it on the olympics yeah. like yeah. it's so cool like huh you know and like curling like in the uh winter olympics never in a million years have i ever watched curling until the winter olympics mm-hmm. that's <laughs> and me now I don't I'm even, like, yeah huh interesting yeah yeah it's, it's so intriguing to me like you'll just learn something new every single 
Olympics, I feel like. Yeah, it, it's fun. I, I, like the, I like both Olympics. I like the Summer and Winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. I like the Summer Olympics a little bit more. I feel like a lot of people do. Um, and I, and I, my favorite sports to watch the Summer Olympics is I like obviously basketball. I love to watch the boxing at the Summer oh, Olympics. Yeah. Um, I love gymnastics. Mm -hmm. I love watching. I love watching swimming. Um, yeah, I mean, Michael swimming. Phelps, who yeah, wouldn't get into he that? Was, he was must-see TV. Yeah, I was like, who, who doesn't like yeah. Michael Phelps? You know, yeah, he like, was must-see TV. <laughs> when he swam, it was all, everyone oh. stopped what they're doing. Everybody stop what you're doing. It's Michael Phelps. He's doing his butterfly. Yeah. I don't know. Butterflies swim. What, what is, is it the butterfly? I thought he that done was, everything. He no. did everything? Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I, I remember watching him one year do the butterfly one. And I just thought that was yeah. so cool. Like, they're just yeah. bobbing up out of the water. Yeah. Going back down. And I'm like, man, that looks like that's a lot of effort. Yeah. And then I like the <laughs> volleyball too. I like, and the beach volleyball. You know, when I watch yeah. the beach volleyball, I'm thinking, first thing I'm thinking of, how do they cover so much ground with Honestly, two people? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I... Personally, even though, like, I probably could never, ever in a million years, like, play beach, like, at a competitive level, um, like I could indoor, because it's really, really tough. Like, you have to... They're covering as much ground as, yeah. as six volleyball players normally yeah. would. On well, the side and plus, of that, like, the court you know. is a little bit smaller. Yeah. It's not by much, but it is smaller, so it's not the full length of a volleyball court, like, for indoor, because there's only two people, you know? But, I mean, like, and just, you're in sand. Like, that yeah. really does slow you down more than you think. And I give so much props. That's why I personally enjoy watching beach more than indoor, even though I I could never play it at the competitive level. I like to play it for fun. You played sand volleyball here, didn't you? I did play sand and here. And intramurals. And intramurals, yep. yeah. Yep. And... Fun times that was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Me and Scott played, played yeah, on the Scott same was team. On their team. And Keaton, yeah. it was a, it was a lot yeah, of fun. We yeah. ended up having a lot of fun. We were terrible, but we had so much fun doing it. Did you matter. guys make the semifinals though? Um, yes. Thanks for forfeit. But... We were like, because there was like a lot of forfeits. <laughs> there were like two or two teams that. So you just hang in there, just play. You can in there, you know. So that you can stay though forever. You made the semifinals of the exactly. intramural tournament. I, like, I believe it was the semi. Maybe it was like the quarterfinals. Like we were like. I thought it was the final four. Maybe uh, not. Maybe. No, it wasn't the final four. We were, we were like the final six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, it didn't matter in the end. We still had a lot of fun and. But, like, it's so much fun to play when it's not competitive. But whenever you are playing competitive, like, it's intense. Like, I swear, I think beach is way more intense than indoor. Oh, I agree. That's why I say it's just crazy how much ground they do cover. Yeah. Two people. It's like making you think, okay, this is not doable for me. This is not. Well, and, like, they have, the to, um, and they have to uh, jump to a certain level, you know. Like, even if, like, the net might be, like, I don't remember. I think it is actually the same as indoor, but I could be wrong. I've never really looked at the actual legitimate rules for beach, so don't quote me on anything, guys. But um, but either way, like just to even run in the sand, to dive in the sand, to just jump out of the sand because I mean, like you have one front row, one back row, yeah. you know, and like you're you're covering like the whole entire net if you're the front row person, mm -hmm. but you're also covering the whole entire back if you're the back row person you know and you're covering everything else and it's like whoa mm -hmm. this is so intense but it's so much fun to watch and i yep. think of, because of how intense it is that's why it's so much more fun to watch 
and it's not really like a fast-paced game. Like, I don't think that Beach is a fast-paced game compared to Indoor. I think Indoor is a little bit faster, and I think that's just because, um, well, I mean, it, it, you're not on sand, so yeah. you're not on level flooring, so it's a little bit, it's easier to move, you're not really, like, slow-paced, but you're also, um, but, like, you have more multiple people, so you can, like, get, like, the big, huge, super powerful, um, set, you can get that quick dive, dig, you know, like, you can do all of those different things that, in Beach, yes, you can do it, but... It almost seems like it's just nowhere near, like, not nowhere near, but it just seems like it's a little bit slower than indoor. Mm -hmm. So it's easier to comprehend. It's easier to kind of, like, watch. Yeah. You know, in a way, unless you're super into indoor and you like it being super fast-paced and, like... Mm -hmm. But, however, men's volleyball, oh, my stars, I love watching that, too, because they're just yeah. so awesome. They really are. They're so physical like, at the net, oh too. Oh, my gosh. Like, they're jumping, like, two of me. I'm yeah. six foot, and their, like, feet are, like, two of me. You know? Like, yeah. like what they're, like, is getting up. It's the athleticism and physicality that you just don't. Because, you know, I don't watch a lot of men's volleyball yeah. other than maybe at the Olympics. So, it's just, it's crazy how... The level they play at. It really, really is. I don't know. I look forward to it every single four years that it comes yep. around, you know? Yep. But, um, and then track. How can you not love track? Yeah, I love watching track. Like, I'm just like, man, I wish I could run that fast or run that long, you know? <laughs> I'm just like, man, that looks so awesome, but I'm so glad I don't do it. <laughs> You know, it's just one of those things that you're just like, okay, I can watch. Just watching them sprint makes me exhausted. But it's so much fun to just yep, watch them because yep. to me, it looks like they're just like bullets. And then you got the people all around them that are like, man, I was so slow today. And I'm like, you ran that in like t 10 seconds. What? Like, yeah. You ran a 105 point something seconds. You're that slow? What? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I had to look up, because in all way, I watched beach volleyball a lot, the men's beach volleyball. I had to look up. I could not remember the duo that I was watching, mm -hmm. but it was Todd Rogers and, and Dahlhauser. Mm -hmm. That's who it was. And they, I was following. They were so much fun to watch. Uh -huh. I couldn't remember their names, but I do now, obviously. And they were Rogers and Dahlhauser. Yeah. They went pretty far, too. Mm -hmm. um, I forget. I think they may have medaled. I don't think they won the gold, but I think they medaled that year. Oh, it seemed like. And they were really, really good. They went pretty far. Yep. And then one of, like, obviously the most iconic um, double teams for Women's Beach would have to be uh, Missy May and Carrie Walsh. Oh, yeah. Like, I watched oh, them. my gosh. Yeah. They're... Just, and honestly, just knowing that, like, Carrie Walsh, like, I want to say that, like, she's officially done now. I don't think yeah. she's participating this year. Um but I haven't really kept major, major tabs on it. Yeah, they, they actually you was know, together but, last uh, Olympics in 2016 and won another gold, no, right? Or was it 2012? No, she was with um, April Ross. Okay, because I remember uh, Carrie Walsh because she got married, right? It was Carrie yes. Walsh Jennings. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, her and April Ross were partners, and they got third, I think, last Olympics, which was absolutely amazing still, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Misty May Trainer, she... Um, she retired um, in the 2012 Olympics, I think. Yeah. I think it was the 2012 Olympics, but I could be wrong. Uh, oh, you're going to look it up right now. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really remember. But uh, she's had two gold medals, and now she's at UCLA. It's their head coach. 
over there. Or she was, I don't know if she still is, but I do remember that she was, but I remember her and Carrie Walsh, they won gold in Greece, and, um... Yeah, here's Carrie uh, Walsh, yeah, she... Let's see... I don't fully remember, but I feel like I yeah, should remember this. <laughs> they won, yeah, Misty Mae Trainer. Trainer. Yeah. that's that's who I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Um, I was getting ready to say, who is a trainer, so... Misty May Trainer and Curry Walsh Jennings won three Olympic gold medals yep. and are known as the greatest volleyball team of all time. Yep. 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 They, uh, they are so, they were, they were a lot of fun to watch. Like I've watched, I think on YouTube is when I've watched like them actually perform. I don't think I've ever watched them play in the actual Olympics, but I could be wrong. I don't really remember or I just wasn't really into volleyball at the time. When yep, that was yep. whenever they were still uh, going, but uh, yeah, no, they they're very, very, very iconic. Like they are absolutely amazing. They were they were amazing yep. to watch. You know, like I I still like to go back and watch them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like it's just so much fun. But um, yeah, they were dominant. They were fun to watch. So. Yeah, but. Um, Kerry Walsh, uh, Jennings, and April Ross, last Olympics, they they were a lot of fun to watch as well, and I'm excited that April Ross is back, mm -hmm. you know, and that she's competing again, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. I think that beach is gonna be mm -hmm. something to watch, especially for the USA team. That softball and um, gymnastics for sure with Simone Biles and um, all of them. However, she did kind of have a little bit of a at least last day of her Olympic trials, I know that it was kind of rocky for her, but it was rocky for a lot of people apparently. So hopefully, they all have their nerves down. They all have. They're all settled now that they are officially a part of the team. You know, but um, I mean, we all knew Simone Biles was going to be part of the team. You know, oh, she, yeah. I mean, she has her own. She has a, her own flip named after her. Like, come on. Like, yeah, there's no way. A tumbling pass is called the the Simone Biles. You know, like. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, how can you not be on the Olympic team if you have, like, a tumbling pass named after you, you know? But, uh... Simone's going down as the GOAT, probably. Of just she's probably going to be too. one of the GOATs, yeah. Especially after this time, if she wins another all-around gold, or... Yeah. Like, she's favored to do, but again, yeah. you gotta, you got to perform it first, but... Yeah, um, so... She could go down as one of the greatest, or maybe the greatest ever. Yeah, so I'm hoping that, um, now that they're officially there, they're officially, um, able to, um start participating and not worry about a whole lot of other like outside factors yep, you know of anything yep. um that they're gonna have a really great olympics i think that the the gymnastics team for usa is usually one to watch every year mm -hmm. you know like everybody i think uh, i think a lot of um uh, mostly everybody even around the world has like their eye out for our gymnastics team i feel like like yeah. I think that that's like one of like yeah. the main sports that we're kind of known for in the Olympics mm -hmm. is our gymnastics ba basketball uh, and for basketball. Sure. Yeah, you got to go back to the dream team in '92. Oh yeah. But now, just a word of caution: our American basketball team has lost already twice in the in the trials. Really? In the preliminaries? Yes. Oh. We lost to Nigeria the very first game. Seriously. And then the next game, oh. uh, the very next game, Australia beat us. Oh wow. So, yeah, yeah. we, so. so it's not a guaranteed gold medal. Now, I know that's just no. the preliminaries and the, you know, whatever, but those are exhibitions. Yeah. It doesn't count, yeah. but that does lead a little bit of pessimism. Kind of leaves a black mark by your name, you know? 
yeah. A little bit of pessimism going on here now. If they go and sweep the field and win the gold, all will be fine. But it makes you think. It's not a guarantee this time. No, it's not. But yeah. You go back to 06, the Americans struggled in the World Championships. They That led to the Redeemed team in 08 coming back yeah. with Kobe Bryant and LeBron and, and Carmelo and um, a bunch of them. But in 92, remember, we had come off a loss. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Russia. That's what the Dream Team come for. Then we started using NBA players. And Michael Magic and all them. Michael Magic, Larry Bird, Scottie Pippen, David Robinson, Charles Barkley, they all come and just, they destroyed the Olympics. They destroyed the Olympics. I mean, literally, I know you wouldn't even born yet. I was just a kid. But um, they were, but I do remember it though. They were. I still talked about for sure. You know who I'm talking about for sure. Um, They. They were so they were on such a different level that players from other countries were going up to like Michael to get his autograph. Yeah, and stuff. That's so cool. And they asked Charles Barkley, who if you know Charles Barkley, he's yeah. he's still on TV and does oh, a lot yeah. of analysis. He's, on he's outspoken. What are you about? Yeah, <laughs> he's Charles out- Barkley. Like, yeah. he's like the first one. That he was. The alien stole the, the talent alien stole from, the talent from, from. Yeah, he's very outspoken. That's yeah. what they yeah, he, they asked him, they, before the game against Angola, they just, a reporter asked him, just being diligent, they said, now, if you've watched film on Angola, what do you know about Angola? He said, I don't know anything about Angola, but I know they're in trouble. <laughs> I love it. And they won. That was so much fun. That's, that's the best team, though, probably, in American sports that we'll ever see. Because not only do you have the greatest NBA players on one team, but all the best players played. Like, everyone wanted to play. Yeah. So you'll probably never have a team like that again just because of the logistics of it. Yeah. I mean, that team would be any other Olympic team we've ever had. Probably. Not saying we won't win the gold. We won the gold no way against the redeemed team. We won it in 12 and 16. But that team was on a different level than what the other teams was. It's like they all respected each other. They all were hungry. They were all ready to represent the USA. And they were coming out swinging, you know? Like... It was it was a different time back then. Yeah. I will admit. Like it, Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I wish we still had that diligence now. I really, really do, but you know what? It is what it is. We can't throw a fit, I guess. Yeah. Not too much at well, least. I'll but, tell you what, that that you one thing you can't say though is that team didn't have competition because they said those yeah. practices were the most intense that she yeah. could get. Not Probably. the games. Not the games, because they blew everybody out in the games. But um, they, they they said those practices were well, they tooth and nail. They challenged each other, yeah, and to the yeah. extent of like we're making each other better. And then yeah. hey, watch out because I'm gonna see you later on too. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna be with you. I'm gonna be against mm-hmm. you. But this is what's coming up. You mm-hmm. know, like so it was almost like a competition within the competition. You know, yeah. like. They had an inner competition, but it was like a friendly inner competition. You know, it wasn't hateful at all. You know, yeah. it was just it was all fun and games while in the Olympics. But at the same time, it's like, hey, coming for you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. Don't, our time is coming too. Don't worry. You know. But at the same yeah. time, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna make each other better because we're gonna dominate this whole entire country. Mm-hmm. You know. That's how it was. And, and another funny story to that. You, the documentary that, you, that NBA TV does, the USA Basketball Dream Team, it is so well done, so good. Hmm. Um, but I remember a lot of this happening, but another a fun story with that is the Chicago Bulls, Michael and Scotty both together. Yeah. Well, Croatia had a player named Tony Kukoc who was signed by the Bulls and drafted by the Bulls 
but he stayed overseas. It was a, kind of a stash. He stayed yeah. overseas. He hadn't come over yet. Well, Michael and Scotty didn't want him to come to the Bulls. They didn't, they didn't want him to play. So, yeah. And Jerry Krause, the Bulls gym at the time, loved him. Well, Michael and Scotty was feuding with the Bulls gym at, at the time. Yeah. Jerry Krause. So they decided when the USA, when we played Croatia, they were going to make a point against Tony Kukoc. And the other Dream Team players come out and said, I felt so sorry for Tony Kukoc. Because <laughs> Michael and Scotty, they were all league defenders. Yeah. They took turns at taking him out. I mean, oh, they. Oh, man. They, he, I, he, like, scored four points on, like, one of seven shooting. And, and it was just like. <laughs> They just, they had an axe to grind. They were going to make yeah. a point that this is your boy over here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, yeah. you really want this to come over here? Like, wait, yeah. what? Oh, and then Tony funny. wound up, Tony Kugos wound up coming over to Chicago. Yeah. And um, wound up playing on three championship teams. And Michael played baseball, come back to the NBA. Oh, yeah. Tony was there. And Tony was a sixth man for the Bulls. And he, he was a really solid contributor. He, they won three championships. And Tony was a big part of that, and they won 72 games, an NBA record at the time, mm-hmm. in 95-96 season. So Tony won that. And Michael even says Tony won that being a really good teammate. But yeah. at that time, they wanted to humiliate him and embarrass him. <laughs> but Tony was a good player. He was a really good player. But when you have the greatest basketball of all, player of all time, no, for me, no question, Michael, yeah. and then an all-league player in Scotty, both wanting to shut you down, you're not going to fare very well. You're not going to fare very well. Yeah, but no. that's a fun Olympic story. That's fun. That, that, that's fun. You know, and it's nice that you can like always look back at it, and it's just not necessarily like a joke. But yeah, it's a joke yeah. now. You know, yeah. like it's just like okay, we ended up really loving him whenever he was here. But yeah. at the same time, but they at that time they wanted to shut him down. They're like, they no, we we definitely were yeah. hardcore against this guy. But we ended up loving him in the end. You know, so yeah. it worked out. But still, yeah, you know, so it's just kind of funny. That's always a fun. Yeah. Fun Olympic story. Yeah. The USA players today, you have Jason Tatum, you have Damian Lillard, um, Bam Adebayo, um, Kevin Durant. I say that quietly, but he is on the team. Uh, (laughs) I have to hope he does well because USA, well, I don't know about that. But uh, uh, I have to root (laughs) for him in the Olympics. I have to. to USA, I I will. I'll tell you what. I'll say this for Durant and all of them. Um, I... I applaud them for going over and playing for Team USA because some of the top players in the NBA this year are not. And, yep. and I know it's a COVID, you know, sh- short season, and so I'm not, not ragging on no one for not. That's their choice. But um, I will give them credit for going over and competing and, and putting in the time for Team USA. That includes Durant. I'm going to say yep. that. I'm going to say it good. I'm impressed, uh, and I applaud them for going over there and representing the country, and I hope, hope they bring back the gold. I'll say yep. that. That's the last time I'll probably for Durant forever, maybe another four years but this time I will. I, I, I applaud him for doing that, along with the rest of them. That, that's good sacrifice. That, that's good to do it. Well, on that note, ending our Olympic yeah. uh, part of our podcast right now, going out with fanfare right now, we yep. wish all of our Olympians good luck in the 2020 slash 2021 Olympics. Yep. Yep. So, we wish everyone good luck. We hope Team USA does uh, do. does really well this year. Um, so far, it's been a little rocky, but we're hopefully not gonna have this affect the rest of the comp- the rest yeah. of the Olympics. You know. And I can promise you this: over the next two weeks, you can come into my house at any time and probably hear that music <laughs> at any time. <laughs>
day or night. I, I guarantee it. it. The Olympic fanfare, like yeah. in the theme song, just you will hear it. Yeah, I know yeah, you will hear it's like, iconic, and it you is. will hear it in my house for the next two weeks nonstop. That's like probably. the ESPN intro, you know, like that's iconic, you yeah, know. But yeah. the Olympics one, like that's that's the Olympics. It'll be on twenty four seven. It's always what you want to hear. It's yeah. exciting. Like yeah. when you, as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh, what's going on? Like everybody yeah. knows what it is. It's Next great. two weeks, it's you'll be great. hearing that at my house anytime, day or night, twenty four seven. I mean, I told you I watched rowing last night. Yeah, it's the Olympics, man. I tell, I'm, telling I'm telling you, I'm telling you, everybody knows everything about every single sport in the Olympics. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, you got a specific random topic or? Do I have no. a specific random topic? Because we already, I, this I'm has been pretty random. Out. Okay, because I started saying we've been pretty random with a lot of stuff. We, well, I wanted but to give you got everybody, specific. Let's uh, do it. well, I wanted to give everybody kind of like an update. So obviously, I can talk again. Yeah. So that's why we are able to do this podcast. That's good news I've for our listeners. you guys so, so much. That's good news for I, our listeners. That's I've good honestly news. missed talking so much. I've never noticed like how much I enjoy talking until yep. I couldn't talk. Yeah. Because... <laughs> As we all know, if you have been listening for at least if you listen to our last podcast, uh, you guys all know I did have a tonsillectomy, so I got my tonsils removed, which was not a fun recovery. Let me no. tell you. I could tell it was oh. not fun. That's to say the least. Like I was literally texting Mr. Levi like almost every single day giving him updates and like yeah. I am miserable yeah. like I was telling you how yeah. miserable I was like it was bad I was like oh, I wish I could do something I wish I could do something I mean it but there's nothing that anybody could do there was nothing I could do that was the thing because like I was taking my pain meds when I needed to I was taking my medicine I was trying to eat which was extremely extremely hard but I did learn that I love chicken and beef broth just, that is pretty that's good. Just, broth just, is actually underrated. I know, I don't ever right? eat or drink it unless I have to. But it is underrated. And so is tomato soup. I used to, I so love tomato real. soup. Tomato soup is so underrated. But the only problem is, is that I wasn't necessarily allowed to have tomato soup just because it was yeah. kind of acidic. It was acidic, yeah. But, but I, I was my ghost yeah. when I had my wisdom teeth pulled each time. I drank, oh, yeah. I ate tomato soup. And oh, I yeah. love tomato Amazing. soup. Amazing. I and love then tomato also, soup. Also, what I realized too, green beans. Like canned yeah. green beans, you know, like you That's just kind of warm yeah. it up in the microwave for a yeah. little bit, get them yeah. at least not like room temperature, a little bit warmer than room temperature, because I couldn't really have hot stuff, you know, just because they were like, eh, no, you know. But, um, so like, honestly, I learned that green beans, amazing mm -hmm. when you have a tonsillectomy. Like, Jesus, yeah. that crap is going down smoother than ice cream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like a popsicle in yeah. water, like yeah. they were just going right down. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can actually eat yeah, it, something." It, it, <laughs> like, it does. Yeah, it's it, they're pretty soft, uh, and it, yeah. it, that would be something that you would you could. And eat it was that. like easy to kind of like mush up in your mouth too. That it wasn't yeah. like chewable. Yeah, it was yeah. like okay, even if you took like your tongue to the roof of your mouth with the green bean in between yeah. it, like yeah. smushed. Yeah, you know, it was awesome, yeah. but. Um, so yeah, that was a fun and interesting recovery time that I was not expecting um, to be as bad as it was. Like, I got so sick, too. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I, told I you remember how that. sick I was? You oh. told me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so bad. Did I tell you that I ended up, like, actually... Eh, yes. Okay. You told me everything. <laughs> oh, man. Fun time. So he got the whole story. It was, like, as if you yeah. were there with me, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no. So and then we went to Michigan. You know, yeah. so like we yeah. went to Michigan shortly after that. Me and Travis did um, <laughs> to go visit my grandparents, and then so that was actually a lot of fun too. You know, like it was a great week, and I got to see my cousins. You know, well, that I got was to see good. Two, yeah. two of my cousins. So my one actual cousin, Logan. Um, who's actually her birthday today, so happy birthdays, you know, even though she doesn't really listen to our podcast, but still, I just wanted to wish her a happy birthday really quick, but, um, and then also my other cousin, Jen, um, I haven't seen her in a few years, and it was so, so, so nice to see her, because it just, it just felt like forever, it's been like, I want to say eight years since I last saw her, probably, mm-hmm. and that's not just because, like, we were just always so busy, you know, and we couldn't really come up there. They couldn't come down to Texas, you know, whole nine yards and all that fun stuff, you know. But it was it was a great time. We had a really great time there. Um, well, and then right after I finally got over everything, you know, like I was feeling great. My tonsil, I was eating whole food again. wasn't really getting sore. I slammed my finger in a car door. You know, it, it so... It's been a very interesting. That was bad. Now, I did not know that today. That's the only that. thing I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. tell many people that one, just because it was it was bad, y'all. Like it was probably the worst I've ever like slammed my finger in a car door before. No idea how it happened either. Like I could, I really legit, legitimately couldn't tell you how that happened, but it did. And so I've had a very interesting couple of weeks, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you guys. And um, but you know what? It's a great time. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. We both are. Yeah, yeah. I do know that. We've we've missed you guys. It's been a lot of fun. It has been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we still got two more of these to go. We still so, got two more summer. of these to go. So you can't get rid of us yet. Obviously, we'll be back in the fall, you know, full time. <laughs> Morgan will just be in and out some, obviously. Hey, I will but, be on Zoom. She'll be... She'll be in and out some. She's going to join us. You're going to join us sometimes, aren't you? I'm going to join you. I actually physically join you every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But don't think that y'all can get rid of me because I will still be here. You're going to be. I'm still the assistant host. You're still going to join. You're still going to join once in a while. Woo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'll still be around. Yeah. I'm still here. I hope so. If you have a guest co-host every once in a while, I'm sorry, but you probably won't. Might have to get Scott involved in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melissa's gonna is gonna help You're me Melissa, host. Yeah. So, uh, but, I miss Melissa. Yeah, Melissa's gonna help. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be fine. But the times you get to join us, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna have a lot of fun. I promise. Yeah, you'll be around some. I will. But we still have a while before that. So we still let's got not the rest of this one. That. We still got the rest of this one and two more. Exactly. So like, let's not even talk about that until the last one. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not get all. No, no reason to. No reason to get emotional. Not yet. Even then, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, we're, nothing. Nothing to dread. We're always fine. Nothing to dread. All right, you got a specific devotion for us? So, uh. I actually do. Okay. Hang on. Sorry, I'm pulling it up. Oh man. <laughs> That's not the one that I wanted. Um, sorry. Okay. There he goes. Okay. So, this one is from yesterday. Again, so, here we go. Sorry, I had like a, like, I don't know, like something was stuck in my throat for a second. Okay, we're good enough. So, this one was, um, from yesterday, and like normal, I get most, if not all of my, um, at least inspiration, I guess, I don't know. 
what you would call it, but for sure all of my devotions um, come down to what the best devotional podcast of all time. They are good. I love it, this podcast. Again, if you get a chance to listen to it, you need to because Pamela Krim is awesome. But anyways, so like normal, all podcast devotionals come from the Big Life Devotional Podcast with Pamela Krim. Absolutely love her once again. But anyways, so... So, um, this one is called Failure and Blessings. Okay. Very good. We're getting intense yep. on this one, you know. I'm just kidding, not really. Um, so, no matter how hard you do try, sometimes failure is still part of your journey. But why is that, you know? Like, why do we have to fail, you know? Like, fail failing sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I'll never forget whenever I failed a test, my very first test, and I just bawled, and I was so scared to tell my parents, you know. Oh, man, that was that was an interesting time. But you know what? It's made me who I am today, mm-hmm. academically, so why not, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, so, why do good people who love Jesus still fail? Why do we struggle? Why do things fall apart? Why does faith in our best efforts still sometimes result in failure? What? You're either in the middle of a failed plan, coming out of one, or you're just blissfully unaware of the pending failure just ahead. It happens to us all. Failure is literally a part of our, of our journey. But sometimes it can be hard to grasp, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to fail gracefully. Because we don't like failing. Nobody actually physically enjoys failing. And if you do, I'm going to pray for you. Because I don't, I don't know why you would why you enjoy failing. But uh, I, I, you will be in my prayers if you do. But uh, So like, how do we gracefully handle this inevitable temporary fate and see it for what it's worth? How do we get better? Find strength and see what God is doing here. Well, we taught, we're going to talk about um, the story of the two fishermen who had fished all night and had failed, you know, and then no matter what they tried, they couldn't put any fish in the boat, right? Do we kind of know mm-hmm. where the story yep. is? Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. I know you do, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it's in Luke. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of the stories in um, the book of Luke. So, Luke 5, verse 4 through 7, Jesus shows up on the scene, climbs in their boat, and says, Put out into deep water, and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night, and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. But, uh, and and when they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in their in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. That like I feel like this is kind of like one underrated story, mm-hmm. kind of. In a way, I mean, it's not fully, because trust me, like, there's a lot. There's There are different stories that are probably even more underrated than this one. But when it comes to the topic of, like, failure and success, you know, because of um, Simon's fate, 
and or not faith well faith Mm -hmm. in jesus and his um and his just knowing and knowledge of okay he says so i fully believe in him i fully trust him i guess let's go out and do it because sometimes the failure is the goal Mm -hmm. we keep Mm -hmm. constantly failing it's part of the plan it's the open invitation for jesus to show up on the scene and make something happen for you if you don't fall first, if you don't fail first, you you'll think it's all you, mm-hmm. which is so true. Because like sometimes, like, um, I know that there's a lot of like um, people out there who are like, man, I I did that, you know, like mm-hmm. I, you know, I tried so hard, I worked so hard, you know, and I did this, you know. When in all reality, you had to fail so many times in order to get to where you were, you know? Like, I guess a personal example is that, like, I've been injured time after time after time, and I still kept trying, still kept trying, but you know what? My failure with my injuries have opened this other door for me, you know, so I can be successful in something else. So we were able to have this, yeah. you know, and I feel like this is very successful, you know? Yeah. And, um, so like that, and that's just one personal story. Like there's, there's probably way better examples, you know, but like, God had it all along for you. So each step had to be numbered to where it, it, you know, it produced something. Exactly. And this wasn't just me and you, like Jesus had to show up and say, yeah. hey, yeah. we're going to take a break from this. Yeah. You need to focus on this. This is better you know? right now. This, yeah. is, this is better for you. This is yeah. what you need to focus yeah. on. You can, yeah. We can take a break from this. Let's focus on mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. be successful in this. You're yeah. going to catch more fish here than you will there. It's a great point. Yeah. So, it's, a real life, it's a real life concept. That's yeah. But very good. But what's funny is that like we don't we don't usually like to admit it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like I said, the athlete that works so hard, so hard, they keep trying, they keep working, they kept failing, and then they finally get to a part a certain point and they're like, I did this. Yeah. You yeah. know? Or yeah. like you failed to put this bookshelf together and then you finally got it because you read the instructions. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Or um or something like that. You're like, I did this, yeah. you yeah. know. I like this scene in the in the Lego movie. Sorry, I'm getting a little off topic, I know, but at the same time, it's not. So there's a scene in the Lego movie. <laughs> if you've ever seen it, it's hilarious. I love the Lego movie. It's really stupid, but it's awesome. There's a scene where they have, like, the Lego Batman, you know, and mm-hmm. he's trying to, like, he has his, like, bat boomerang things, you know, and he's trying to hit the button, and um, he just keeps throwing it at this button, and then once he finally hits it, he's like, first try, and then they go through the gate, and it's really funny. But anyways, so like, but anyways, but like, we don't like to admit it, but dang, we get all puffed up with our own greatness sometimes. Like, look at me leveling up in life, you know, like I'm doing this. I'm Mm -hmm. being more successful in life. Look here. Look at this. Look at my success. Look at, look at it, you know, like here is this, you know, there, there it is. Look at all of my medals. Look at my achievements, my accolades, you know. And and I'm sure it makes God just gag. It kind of makes, it kind of mm-hmm. like, because like if you think about it, like, I mean, 
the more that you are talking about your success as your own thing, you are not being humble. You are saying, look at everything that mm -hmm. I have done. And you're getting and the glory for it. You're that's getting the dangerous glory. part. Yeah, you're totally exactly. separating yourself from God. Yeah. Exactly. You're not being humble. And you're not accepting that God has actually given you these blessings. He has given you these achievements, these accolades. You know what? Instead of saying, hey, look at my followers. Say, hey, follow me to the greatest person or the greatest father that we have. And follow him. Mm -hmm. Follow me. Use use me as an example to follow our Father. Yeah. You know? And instead, we're being humble and saying, Hey, I did this. This mm -hmm. is how I did it. Mm -hmm. You should do the same. Yeah. You know? Instead of giving glory to the greatest person who gave you everything that you could imagine. Mm -hmm. You know? And then you enter failure. We can't be trusted with success. We can't. We can't. We can't be humble all the time. I'm sorry, I've even come. I'll admit, I've even come, fallen under this. Sometimes I, I, I'm not always humble. Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, like, I'm excited, you know? Like, hey, I just did that, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> cool, you know? Like, you kind of throw yourself a little bit of a party, Bigger you know? Bigger chest a little bit. Yeah, you're just like, hey, come, size up, you know? Like, whatever. <laughs> like the John Cena move, like, you can't see me. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Um, Who is back in WWE now? If he, if anyone follows oh, really? that, he's there for SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. Hey. Well, congrats. Yeah. Fun. But like, we really we we can't be humble on these new levels. We can't be blessed with all God would willingly give to us because we become self righteous. Mm -hmm. So we have to fail. Failure is part of the journey, and that humbling failure allows us to see Jesus. You know, like, yeah. more we fail, the more we seek God, the more we seek Jesus. That's actually another verse in the Bible as well that's really um, powerful. I can't remember um, what the actual verse is. I'm sure you might. But, uh, but it's like, um, I lost my train of thought for a sec. Anyway, so, like, um, we must we must seek Jesus or we must seek Jesus and seek God in our worst times. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. but we can't but it can't always be just the worst times. Like we also have to seek him in the good times. But this is like we depend on God. We depend on Jesus and that's what they want. That's what he wants. That's what our father wants. He wants to sit here and listen to our problems. He wants us to seek him. Mm -hmm. If anything, it gives him more power the more that we seek him. So the more that we fail, these humbling failures that keep us humble to say, yeah, we're human. We're not perfect. Yeah. You That's know? right. It's good. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not perfect. So you know what? Let's keep walking the path in which God wants us to. Keep trying to follow as closely to Jesus and God as we can. You know? And just keep growing. Yeah. Keep growing. Jesus didn't show up after a good night of fishing. He showed up after a long Hard of a nothing working night. You know, he showed up when these two fishermen had done everything they knew to do with no success. But you know what? That's good. That's the way it works sometimes with us because it's kind of like you said earlier. If he had showed up after they had had a big night of fishing, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have been as receptive to him and what he was going to do 
Exactly. And say, if everything always goes perfect, we're not as receptive to him exactly. to, to do what he wants us to do. Exactly. So when he shows up after we're shown that we're struggling, that we can't do it alone, we are very open in our hearts mm -hmm. to do what Jesus wants us to do. When we, when we fail. And like, why, why do we think that that is? Like, why do we think that Jesus shows up not whenever we're having good success? Like, hey, look mm -hmm. what we did. Mm -hmm. Oh, good job. Okay, yeah. Like, he's not our, he, he is a cheerleader for us, but that's not his job. That's not yeah. his main job, you know? He's here to help us when we are struggling, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, could it be because our own success keeps us so busy we would never pay attention to the guy on the shore giving us instructions? Could it be when our boats are already full, we don't have room for some guy to climb in with us? Failure opened a space for Jesus. The absence of catching um, of a catch created the perfect position for Jesus on the boat. And when Jesus gets in your boat, things are about to change. Change yeah. for the better yeah. nine times out of ten, yeah. I believe. <laughs> and back to your but, example, if you had, let's say, you never had any injuries, that you know, you were playing all the time and just playing mm -hmm. great and never, ever had any adversity, I don't know. I mean, you might have wind up working for me, you might not have. I don't know. I won't say that. <laughs> but I can almost guarantee you, you wouldn't be sitting here doing a devotion, a really good devotion, well, on July 23rd at 3.44 p.m. Yeah. in my office. You wouldn't be doing that probably if no, you no, didn't no. have any adversity, any injury. That just wouldn't have led that way. Yeah. It, wouldn't have, it just wouldn't have worked out that way probably. So see, gee, my, you, you my had room in your boat. So. I did. Yeah. Because my failures that I didn't really even want to let go of. Yeah. You know, once I finally was able to let go even just a little bit it made room for yeah. jesus to be in that space yeah. and say yeah. hey you got room you in your boat got but... this you yeah. know yeah. like it's okay we're gonna take a break yeah. from here yeah we're gonna open up this space yeah yeah i'm gonna give you fish in this area that i want you to go catch yeah. You know, yeah. and now I have a new family. I know, you do. I have a great family. You do. I don't I like it. your injuries. I don't like them. I hated no, it when it happened. I mean, no. <laughs> but I am glad you're in my office today at 3.45 p.m. doing a devotion, doing our podcast. I have to I say, do. I am glad the way that worked out. And then before this, we were all together at Red Robin, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, with our family. With our yeah. family. Yeah, and I am glad great. that happened today. I am too. So whatever path it took and all the rest of the stuff too, whatever path it took, to get to the day I am pleased with. I'm happy Me with Me too. I'm I satisfied. It's, it's been just so great. Because yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. No. The failure that you've been experiencing, be for, be for the sole purpose of making a space for Jesus, could it be that clear? Like, could it be that clear for Christ? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it truly is. It's just so amazing. Like, looking back... Like, we realize it became an opening for Jesus, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, just me and you just sitting here talking about it. Yeah. Like, it really became just an opening that Jesus saw, and he helped me through, and he helped you probably yep. through as well, yep. you know? And it brought us together, and it brought us to doing this amazing thing yep. that we look mm -hmm. forward to mm -hmm. every single time that we get yep. the chance to do it, yep. you know? 
And it's just, it's so amazing to me. And like, yes, sometimes the failure is the goal. Don't leave that out. But it's interesting how two other Gospels tell the story of Jesus meeting these fishermen, but leave out the detail of their failed night of, first, of fishing first. Matthew and Mark both just tell of Jesus walking by the sea. He sees two fishermen. He comes out. Uh, he says, come follow me, and they drop their nets and go. But Luke tells us the full story. He doesn't leave the failure out. And it's just, it's it's amazing to kind of like see that in the Bible too. Mm -hmm. You know, because like we can't just X out the failure, you know? Not everything in our life is perfect. There's a reason God did not make us perfect. There's a reason he made us human and why we why Jesus did come in the first place to save us all from our sin yeah. because he yeah. God knows we are sinners he knows we are not perfect but that is why we have to continue to seek him through our failures our failures give us the space to open for Jesus mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know we have to be open to our failures does it stink because obviously we don't want to admit that we failed no, no, like, like, that's like the, that's like, um, I, I always love it when, like, whenever, like, dads, they try to, I, I'm sure you've done this probably, I know you probably have, but, like, whenever dads, they're like, oh, I can, I can fix this, you know, like, I could do this, you know, like, yeah. don't, don't worry, I don't, I don't need those instructions, I, I've got yeah. this, you yeah. know, or like, oh, that light didn't turn on, let me, let me take a look at it, you yeah. know, and then yeah. they keep failing, they keep trying, you know, and then yeah. all of a sudden yeah. they get it, and they're like, I did that, you know, like, they're just mm -hmm. excited about mm -hmm. it. I don't know what I did, but I did it, you know. Yep. Yep. It's, it's just, it's it's so great to kind of, like, have those moments, too, because we, we still need to help praise ourselves, you know, and God knows that. However, through the failures leads success, and I'm sure yep. that everybody knows that for the most part, but what we don't know is that that failure leaves this opening. Mm-hmm. And are you going to allow Jesus to come into that opening? Are you going to make room for Jesus in your boat? Yeah, yeah. You know, we can't just be full of followers. We can't be full of ourselves and self-righteousness because that doesn't leave room for Jesus. It doesn't. No. If anything, you have so many different things going on inside of your boat, you know, and you can have the biggest boat in the world and mm -hmm. it be full, or you can have the tiniest one and it be empty. Mm -hmm. You have to make room for Jesus. You, there needs to be some space in there for Jesus because yep. you had to have failed at some point. Mm -hmm. And you need to admit that you failed. Mm -hmm. It's okay yeah. because Jesus and God helped you through that. Yeah, and you don't even really technically fail with Jesus. Yeah. You go to the next step. Yeah. Like... We don't, but if we don't take advantage and go with Jesus, then it's a failure. Mm -hmm. If we don't allow Him to take us where He wants us to go, yep. that's because it really don't. It, it, it's going on to the next thing that He wants us to do. It's like in Frozen Two, the next right thing. Mm -hmm. Disney <laughs> reference. Uh, Disney sponsored Heaven by Lord. yeah. They're always one, 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 one every time at least, at least, uh, at least just one, you know. At least. Uh, I had a Cars reference the other day, and it was kind of funny. I don't even remember what I said, but oh, I, I did have one yeah, the other day. It was great. My coworker didn't get it. He was like, oh, I like Cars. I'm like... That's one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so yeah. 
So that's it. That's our devotion. Remember, guys, failure is okay. Yeah, as long as it leads to Jesus' next uh, yes. place that we need to go. As long as he's there, yep. then it, we'll Leave get it right back. Space for him. Yep. We'll get right back to where we need to go. So, very Just good. do the next right yep. thing. Yep, yep, Do the next right thing. Not just do the right thing, do the next right thing. Do the next right thing. Not the next wrong song, thing. But I can't sing. <laughs> yeah, very good. I'm not a singing Quaker. I'm not very musically sure talented. I thought we were going to be singing after one of our oh, games. You man. said, you talked about it. Oh, I would still love to do it. However, y'all might want to still cover your ears. It's interesting. I don't know. If the music doesn't play, sometimes it's desperate. Well, the, the, thing is, the thing is, is that, like, okay, just nobody kneel for me and we're good. <laughs> If you yeah, know, I ain't yeah. singing. <laughs> you yeah. know it. I swear. Yeah. We're on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So, very good devotion. Very good stuff. Um, so, very good podcast. We've got two more of these summer series to go. We'll have our men's soccer, new men's soccer head coach, Brian Perez, on. And then also our men's basketball head coach, Austin McBeth, before we start the 21-22 season, which is creeping up yeah, faster than we could right imagine. It's right around the corner. It's crazy. Right around the corner. You know, like around this time, I would be getting ready to run my ladder, you know, like still yep, training yep. to do that. And I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm just like, okay, the, yeah. ladder, the ladder test is probably the worst thing about I remember you, you dreaded it. You dreaded it. Oh my yeah. stars. You're not going to miss that. You're not going to miss that. I am not going to miss that. There might be some things you miss, but not that. You know, and what's crazy is that, like, last year, um, I actually had, like, the extended time, too, to make it in, like, 4.30. Yeah, no, it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I yeah. hate this. <laughs> I'm just like... You know what? It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Never have to run it again. Actually, I did end up having to run it again in the spring, and I was so mad. But I didn't make it anyways. Like, I, I think I made it, like, right at five minutes or something like that. But I hadn't been practicing for it at anything. Yeah, you do it in four and a half, right? I, I do it in four and a half, but yeah, I tried to get Coach to make me do it in five. I was like, if I do it in five, I never have to run this again. And he's like, I don't know. I'll think about it. So I ran it. Ran it in five minutes. And he was like, no, you still got to run it again. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then shortly after that, I, I, I had to stop playing anyways. But um, <laughs> it wasn't just because of the ladder. But still, yeah, like, I was yeah. like, man, I'm not running this thing ever again. And I'm so <laughs> glad I never have to. That's one thing you'll never miss. No, that's a straight up punishment. Yeah, that, if you I are not going to miss the ladder. If I ever coach again, I'm using that as a punishment. That's yeah. not going to be like a... Oh, no, you have to do this in order to be a part of the team. No, no, that's just going to be a straight-up punishment. Because that's what it yeah. felt like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it yeah. still gives me anxiety just thinking about it. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I, I'm praying for everybody this year that they make it. Because that is not a fun test. That's that's probably the worst part. Yeah, yeah, honestly. for sure. Yeah. Well, all right, anyways. all right, good stuff. So, again, I don't know whose turn it was to pray. I guess it'll be yours. mine. Yeah, it's yours. I think it's mine. So, I'm going to pray for us, and then we will talk to you again soon. So, let's pray. Lord, we're thankful for today. We're thankful for the work we get to do, and we're also thankful for Joshua Johnson and the, the coaching um, career you've given him and the work you do through him. We pray that you just continue to bless the program and bless all of our um, sports programs here as we continue to fulfill our mission 
Um, we're thankful for Morgan, the work she does for us and just continues to do and the way you brought her um, in, in with us and with me and the way you use her. And just thankful for this campus, this university, the mission. Let us continue to bring people closer to you and just make your name known and keep protecting fan upon us always. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. So that is going to do it for us for today. Thankful for you joining us. We hope you have a great rest of your day, a great weekend, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye.